another one coming at you with conversations with cheese and the tugboat. He's getting weirder every time. <laughs> Conversation is never said normally. Why is it so creepy? Yeah. Conversations. <laughs> Sounds like it should be someone doing a porno movie. Yeah, we're getting weirdly intimate here on cheese and the tugboat. Well, I think we're sitting closer than ever before. <laughs> on our feedback of the last one was that that we weren't loud enough so (laughs) now we're just just huddled huddled together really close by the basically making out with the phone yeah we don't use microphones (laughs) because we don't have them yeah we're not professional by any means so if you can just get your friends to listen maybe we might be able to get some some equipment yeah well first they'd have to listen then we'd have to get some kind of sponsor because I'm sure (laughs) shit not paying for anything I don't see how anybody would sponsor this but I'm not uh, sure anyone could. <laughs> I don't know, maybe like a cheese company or a tugboat company. <laughs> I don't think there's a tugboat company. Maybe a tugboat captain. No, Theodore's Tugboats. I give $30 a month to this conversations <laughs> podcast just to support my tugboat business. It's a really bad way to pitch your, <laughs> pitch your company. <laughs> what do you do on your podcast? Conversations. Is this his voice? Is he gonna talk the whole time like this? You know what? I love your sound. I love your sound, guys. I love where you're at. We gotta lose the conversations. I get it. You're having a conversation, and people are listening. Like listening into it makes sense. It makes sense. It's beautiful. I get it. It's just pure genius, Pat Bending. That and the Pirate Times. Pirate Times. Little throwback. They call that a throwback. A throwback. <laughs> so continuing on in this, this this conversation about like dudes and men, that's what we were talking about last time. Kind of finish it off like these these passages, these rituals to get you into like the future of, of manliness. Um, Chase is learning how to use Microsoft Word here. He, he doesn't know how PCs I, work. I couldn't find the arrows. He couldn't find the arrows. Uh, and. I don't know, there's other things about dudes, like, like, fixing stuff is, like, a big thing for dudes, like, we're kind of just known as these guys who just, like, run in and just try and fix stuff, and it, like, works really, really well until you get, like, a girlfriend or a wife or something, and they, like, the feelings can't be fixed, like, that's, like, a thing, like, you try, and guys, like, you see the feelings, and you're like, okay, all right, what can I do? But I feel like like real men are very practical. They just want to find a simple solution and fix it. Boom. Just fix it. It's like done. It's over with. It's done. You move forward. It's fixed. It should work until it breaks again. Then we'll we'll get back in it. What? Oh, sorry. There's just a couple of people looking in the window. I thought we had some people trying to just get in on this for free. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. No. Get away from the you window. pay your dues. There's nothing to hear here. iTunes. iTunes. Maybe iTunes. Maybe iTunes would sponsor us. Yeah, maybe we need like a... We need a podcast sign that says... Pod, yeah, progress. Pod, do not disturb. Um, no, I want to. Chase, Chase was really disturbed there. He was really easily distracted by like... Yeah, I'm like a dog in a car. I just look out the window and I see something new shapes. You see other people. Shiny colors, yeah. And I start yelling at them. I just yell at them and go, hey, 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 I'm a person too. Hey. I assume that's what dogs are saying. They're just yelling, hey, or chips. Chips. And the dogs outside are saying, like, let the dog out. Like, let him out. Let him out. And you're like, can you, like, tell these guys to let me out? Maybe if you bark enough. Yeah, if I bark loud enough and I can smell the other dog's butts. I gotta go outside and smell those girls' butts. You know, appease those random dogs. Yeah, shut them up. <laughs> but yeah, so like, dudes just like fixing. So like, here in our like new segment uh, that we're, we're, we're testing here is uh, a little thing called Tales from the Tugboat. <laughs> See, again, if you listen to us, we can maybe get some sound effects machines but until then we'll just do it ourselves pretty confident we can if we put five seconds of effort in we could probably get that off the internet (laughs) for free oh my god that calendar just did it again (laughs) 
There's a calendar and everything that just like falls off the wall every once, but we think it's ghosts, but it's not ghosts. It's probably ghosts. It's probably ghosts. It's probably ghosts. Getting listening, they want in on the podcast too, and they're like, "Oh, how do we make our presence?" It just known? looks like someone sticking their head around the corner, being like, "What's going on in here?" <laughs> Did you remember you had this thing to do today? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, we got tail, tales from the tugboat. So f- fixing shit. Alright, so, well, fixing, this one's kind of building and then trying to fix. So, in a, I'm told a misguided effort, uh, I had a desk. My parents bought me a desk when I went to university. It was a corner desk. It had pieces on top, which, after about five minutes, I found to be completely useless and in my way. So I took them off and hid them somewhere under the stairs. And one day I thought to myself, wouldn't it be grand to build some kind of shelving unit using those pieces off a desk. Isn't that really regal? (laughs) When you could buy it and build something? Well, I'm pretty sure I had a British accent. (laughs) Would it just be grand? That's your British accent? That's Irish. That's full on. (laughs) Hey, hey, same part of the world. Like a retarded Scotsman. I don't know. Scottish I can do. I just, my key is uh, around the room. Take your, take your partner and go around the room. I lost it. No, Scottish, you have to roll those R's like hard. Like, wow. they roll R's like way better than the French. Like, the grand. Like, it's a. No, you have to go there and get in, get into the small towns. The grand fixture amongst the room. When I was in Ireland, my main goal was to try and pick up the accent, but I don't think I was there long enough. So now I just watch Irish television and try to pick it up. <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Brown Boys, hey, they could sponsor us. They probably Mrs. Make Brown money. Boys, yep. Yeah. You hear that? <laughs> that is a fantastic show. If you love, just un, ugh, so much cursing. <laughs> so, anyways, so I thought I could put these shelves and build some kind of other shelf casing, and then all of a sudden I would have this great shelf. I could make a bookcase. You could. So in my your entrepreneurial. Things. No, it was more just I could use these. I yeah. don't want them to be wasted. Mm. <clears throat> so, in my in the mental scheme that I had, I would buy wood or some kind of wood product that matched the color, and you wouldn't even know. Oh, are those off a desk? No, I built those out of press board, press board, and other little small plastic pieces that I, you know, manufactured in my spare time. Yeah, which is now like. Not to say pretentious, but, like, when you say, like, you build something on your own is a little bit different than, like, because most, like, Ikea and all that kind of yeah. shit. You built it, but you didn't build it, right? Any, any idiot with an Allen key could build most yeah, of that Yeah, yeah. So it's like your, the instructions are already in your I'm going head. off the board and creating something of my own. Yeah. In theory. I created it. So I, I, I did, made the design. I chose what wood I was going to need. I went to Home Depot, bought the wood, brought it back. It had, like, stamps on it and stuff. And I was like, well, I'll just sand that off later and just do a nice veneer finish on it. And I didn't even know what veneer <laughs> meant. <laughs> so I don't know anything about woodworking. My, my father had no patience for woodworking. He was too busy. He didn't teach me anything. I learned some rough carpentry, which is pretty much what happened. Rough carpentry. I had bought the wrong screws. They were too long. So all the screws stuck out about a half inch. When you're building furniture and you're going to be moving around it, having screws that stick out a half inch is not a good idea. I backed into it or brushed my arm. I have many little scars on my elbows yeah. from rubbing against the shelf. And of course, you were like, this will be fine when you built it. You're like, it's like oh, I'll just, I'll just saw it happen. off. I'll just use the hacksaw and just cut these tips off. It'll look fine. I'm never that close to my desk anyways. Like, Yeah, I don't rub. What am I going to rub a shelf? What am I, like, slow dancing with a shelf? You're getting picked in the stomach. If the shelf was hot enough, you would just go with it. But anyways, so I built this shelf, and I was so proud. I had my friend Brown help me carry it into the house, and uh, all he did the entire time was just tell me what a terrible job I had done and how stupid this shelf looked. Which and is- to this day, which is about at least eight years later, he still mocks me for the shelf, which I still have. Yeah. So... To bend it to the fixing it angle. I, what? I'm oh, continuing with the story. I was picturing the literal like thing that Bending you made that you're trying to bend the shelf to the way that you would like it or something well, like that. Pretty much it was so terrible that I, I could have. 
So basically what I did was make four corners, kind of just put those pieces off my desk in it, and then build a shelf above and below, and that was my bookcase. Um, the legs, none of them are square to each other, so they're all twisted, and they're all different lengths, so it rocks all over the place. It doesn't stand straight, even on the flattest surface. So I moved into a new place, and I bought some proper tools, and I had some know-how, or at least I thought I did. So I thought, I'm going to fix this shelf no up. Now. I am going to show that ass that my shelf is fantastic. And he just was short-sighted and calling it stupid. So I got a hacksaw, and I cut those long screws off, and I cut into the wood too far. <laughs> I got a sander, and I sanded all those wood stamps off, and I sanded all the wood, and then I stained it seven or eight times. You can still see most of the stamps on it through the stain. The stain's not even close to the same color it's as the veneer on the on the shelving pieces. I don't know. It sounds stupid, but what do you mean stamps? With, so you know how you sometimes you buy rough, rough lumber. Yeah. And it just has like the stamp of where it came from or whatever, <laughs> like a black. Usually people don't buy those pieces of wood for you know fine furniture. Yeah. They usually go. They usually go and get pieces of wood that are for that, not something you're using to frame a house. I didn't know that. So <laughs> you figured you'd sand that. I, I thought I could just buff sand, it out. buff it out exactly, just like buff up. Oh yeah, just buff it out, just write it off. So and it had like leached into the wood, like it was just like this permanent. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The ink had just soaked. Oh yeah, right I sanded most of it of off, but you could see like it was where you sanded. Yeah, it was pretty horrific. Uh, the stain color was nowhere close to the the veneer of the, the pre-made shelves. The legs I managed to get kind of level and then moved into a room that wasn't level. So once again, I had that teeter-totter effect. Was yeah. a little, all I have to do is take a little piece of cardboard, just fold it up, just put it under the leg. Boom. Yeah. Level. Uh, so, you know, problem solved. Uh, so I did all the, addressed it up, made it, you know, solved all the problems that I thought there was. And this brought on even more ridicule. <laughs> Just a massive failure on my part. It's so, like like when someone makes fun of your haircut, and then you come back the next day with like a different haircut, and then they make more fun of you because you like or they you, influenced you in your or you decision. Get super high on drugs and go and get a buzz cut, and then someone <laughs> sees you and says, "Whoa, that's quite a change!" And you go upstairs and shave your head completely. Yeah, that never happened, by the way. It did. It did um, to not to us. us. Not to us. We'll leave his name out of we'll it in case he's ever name. do become public. Exactly, but yeah. And he somehow listens to it. So that's like, that actually like is a pretty good segue into like just like how dudes relate because basically like making fun of each other is like yeah. majority it's of paramount. conversations. Paramount. And here you have a situation where you make something, you're trying to create something, you kind of know it's shit, but then this guy's like really I points out the I was pretty flaws. proud of it when oh, I first really? finished it. So it was a pretty crushing blow for him to say, that's awful. That is the worst shelf I've ever seen. And then continue to mock me to everyone that we met. We, we would have dinner often and he owns an establishment. So we're there and the wait staff and they were talking about shelving at one point. He was like, yeah, remember that terrible shelf you made? Hey, gather around, everyone. Listen to this. Tugboat here made just an awful shelf one time. He thought it was awesome. He came in my room and was like, come see my shelf. What an embarrassment. Would that become like a thing for him? Like that he just would describe situations like, oh, this is totally Chase's shelf, where he's like something you're really proud of. Like, well, at least I didn't build a terrible shelf. <laughs> I feel like if him and I were married, that would come up as like the, you know, boom, the trump card in every fight. I hear you picked up a girl last night. Yeah, but she was a real chase of shelf. <laughs> she was a real shelf that I built on my own, you know? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? I need an adult. So that was Tales from the Tugboat. So yeah, we can, uh, it, it is, I don't know, I don't know necessarily if that's being a man, but it happens a lot to men where you get huge failures and your friends and associates make sure to never let you forget them. Yeah, like, I think the, the biggest thing that I'm, like, running into now is that, like, I'm engaged now, hold your applause, are you plotting? I'm engaged? 
All I hear is crickets. Crickets? Okay. Um, so I got engaged, and the thing is, is my fiancé's dad, and by the way, the word fiancé just bugs, I don't, bugs the shit out of me. Like, I don't actually lot. say it. I just say Beyonce. Beyonce, And then yeah. people say, what? what? And I say, no, little Beyonce. kids can't say fiancé. They say Beyonce, so I don't want to embarrass them. <laughs> I actually said that twice yesterday. <laughs> really? Yeah. Fiance. Um, so, uh, her, my fiance's dad is like a contractor, carpenter kind of guy. So, like, he knows how to, like, fix everything. And it's like, I know how to fix literally, like, nothing. Like, I think I can, I can hook up, um, like, an Xbox to the TV or something. Like, that is, like, one of my handiest yeah, and he probably can't, so you can lord it over him. That's probably what I'll do, but it's just like any time <laughs> anytime that she needs something fixed, I feel kind of, not only do I feel shitty that I can't fix it, but the fact that she now goes to her dad who can fix it for her, and then he gives you like that look like... I know. I, I saw it, uh, the exact same thing happen with Dave and Nicole. Yeah. Her dad is a general contractor, yep. but he's an electrician also. And he has all the tools, so every time Dave needs to do something, he has to go and borrow the tools. And he's like, do you, do you know how to do this? And he's like, it's his tools, so he's like very protective of them, which you should be because tools are expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he ends up usually like appearing at some point during the job time and uh, just kind of watching, and then he ends up kind of like, look it, just let just, me. Yeah. One of the most emasculating experiences in terms of fixing stuff for me was... When they were renovating their physio clinic, I yeah. was there. I just happened to be in town. So Dave said, here, help me move this table. And they had, like, it was like a bed, but whoever had it before, it was a Murphy bed. So it oh, had yeah. a hinged set of legs. Yeah. So our plan was to take the hinges off and then just make those permanent legs. Now, a normal person would have just put a couple of screws in and made that permanent, but we wanted to take all the hinges <laughs> off and make the legs match the other legs, and like, because it was going to be in the middle of the floor at this point. Yeah. Two hours into this pedestrian task, one of the contractors that was working on something else in the clinic came over and said, Are you guys kidding me? You're still doing this? And he took a laser level, like a, one of those laser lines, yeah, yeah, yeah. and just put it, and then just took his little saw, cut the legs all off to the same length, and said, there, it's done. I, it's painful to watch you two. And just walked away. And we were like, ha, 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 ha. And, oh, I, was, like, and I just said, well, he, he's making the decisions. I'm just helping. But really, we were both like, ugh, that wasn't good. How many master's students does it take to saw off some legs, or... In this case, it would have been more than two because uh, apparently two was not adequate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's that's basically where I'm at. So it makes me want to fix shit, but like I, I like it's the same thing like you said. Like your dad like didn't show you how to fix the things. Showed you other things. And then and then the weird thing is is that like they can kind of get mad at you for like not showing you how to do things. Like has that ever happened to you where it's like you don't know how to do something and your parents are just like, oh, like how do you like not know how to do that? No, and then, I'm generally smarter than both no, of them. No. Yeah. My parents do that. So, well, basically my dad. But he, he did renovations when I was like five. And he's like, I don't want you around here. Go outside, play with this ball. Yeah. Um, he probably just wanted to get else. it done and didn't want to be slowed exactly, down. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I never learned how to Not do anything. realizing he was crippling you for life. Now, like that's the thing. This didn't affect me for the first like 25 years of my life. But now I'm like living with a girl and like having a house and you realize like stuff just breaks all the time yep. which is dumb I don't <laughs> like it I don't understand why people don't make things that this. don't break um, but now I'm like having to learn and like I thank goodness for like YouTube like the other day our fan broke and I tried to learn how to fix a fan via YouTube and it sometimes worked. that can go horribly wrong it, it worked like but the thing that was broken was like the capacitor which I thought I mean, Flux capacitor. obviously, yeah. time travel fan, you can set it to, like, different settings, takes yeah. you back, all this kind of stuff. Um, not sure I'm going to buy 1.21 gigawatts, but I'm sure you have to call Ontario line. Hydro One and see if they can up your amperage to yeah. 1.21 gigawatts. We have a friend in Hydro, we could get yeah, Handsome Pat. Yeah, Handsome Pat, we get Handsome Pat in here, hook up our fan. That would be a shitty trans, like, time machine. Like, at least the DeLorean was, like, this kind of, like, 
Relic you have to run more bolts through your fan. Yeah, that would suck. Like that. Is that the bathroom fan or the kitchen no, like fan? The, no, like the fan in our room because we don't oh. have air conditioning, so we just have a, like blowing air in our faces that's slightly cooler than the, the room is. It's the speed of the air. So the capacitor was broken, and it was like I looked online, and I could be really dumb, which I probably am, but they it seemed like they had capacitors for like other things. Yeah, Phil's TV, that was the problem. There is a capacitor yeah, in there? Yeah, flux capacitor. So they have like these like... $40 capacitors or something like that. And I'm like, this is a... This is an $8 this fan. This is a $10 fan. I'm not going to get a $40. Unless it's like one of those like fucking Tim Allen on Home Improvement. Yeah, industrial like, capacitors. <laughs> like, <laughs> Next thing you know, you and Val are just blown right out of the bed. Yeah. Lying on the floor like... Really, like Kevin, pinned. No, not even... Way to the fix the fan. Like pinned yeah, against pinned the wall against with the sheer force <laughs> of this air. Face like the skin, just like this is how we sleep now. This is how we sleep now. (laughs) Feeling like weird spider. Wake up in the morning, your feet are just like filled with blood. (laughs) It's all the blood in your body ran to your feet because of the sheer force. That would never happen. That would never happen. I think there's some science to support that. (laughs) I think there's some basic science to say that would never happen. Yeah, so that's like the dilemma with fixing stuff, but I don't. I don't know, I feel like eventually I'll just, like, learn how, and I know my parents will learn how to do these things. I could ask my grandpa, he used to fix all kinds of stuff in his garage, which is this hoarding, yeah. just huge, like, but now he's really, like, senile, and doesn't really, and he's pretty old, so he, he can't really teach me, probably, like, nail a cucumber into a light socket, I don't know, what, I think he would be doing something, I'm not too sure, but. I wonder what hammer you would use for that. Ball peen. That'd be pretty aggressive. <laughs> I guess there's a I'm just like that's the only hammer well I guess there's like a sledgehammer claw framing sledge claw framing hammer what's that it's got a different kind of claw on it (laughs) shut up it's for framing I'll get you gadgets I can't do that that's my claw that's my claw impression Dr. Claw is he a Dr. Claw or Mr. Claw I asked someone this the other day I'm pretty sure he's a doctor yeah misters aren't usually like evil no, they're just too generic. Like, yeah, do you think Doctor Claw went to school with Doctor Evil? Probably, probably they got the same. Or the same alma mater, at least. Yeah, like I bet you one shotgun Doctor Evil, and then he had to go with ah shit. Like what? What kind of doctor? Can and why I is he called Doctor Claw? You only see the one hand, and it's not that claw like. No. It's like a metal hand or some kind of weird Michael Jackson one glove. It, it adds to the mystique of Inspector Gadget. I just watched Inspector Gadget to see the claw. Yeah. Or see the claw's face, but you never. They should have just showed it on the last one, like on Home Improvement, when they showed Wilson's face. Yeah. Which I never saw that one. And they shouldn't have day. done that. I never saw it, so they I still live in with the intrigue. It it is not what you expect, but it's exactly what you expect. I could just look it up on IMDb at any time. He actually I... looks very similar to you. Whoa! Spoiler alert. Face. Damn it. Look in a mirror, Chase. That's Now Wilson's I'm just going to see Wilson every time. Yeah. It's clean Sexy. shaven. <laughs> Soft, bearded. Ruin your life. You ruined my life. I'm just going to run into traffic now. Naked, of course. <laughs> That's how people know I meant to do it. Yeah. Otherwise, they'd be like, oh, that poor guy just somehow got hit, must got pushed. Nope. He was naked. He knew what he was doing. That was on purpose. Really? Hardly ever do I look at a naked person and go, they know what they're doing. <laughs> they know exactly what they are doing. They did that on purpose. They, did they that were on naked. Yes. That was premeditated. Yeah. The clothes came off, unless they were in some kind of weird fire scenario where their clothes burned off. Yeah, I feel like. Or like a, somebody put a too big of a capacitor in a fan and blew their clothes off. Naked things are not planned, and if they are, it is literally, like, 30 seconds before the clothes are off. No, not true. Erroneous. (laughs) (laughs) When when people streak at sports games, there's a plan, usually. Unless they just get really drunk. And then they run on the field. Because that's the noise people make, like, right before they run on the field. It's just that kind of dinosaur moan. Has there been a female streaker at a sporting event? That's a good question. Because I feel like that's just... Not diff- off the top of my head can I come up with one, but I'm sure in the history of the world. Yeah, because... I want to say in Europe. Yeah, maybe. Because I just feel like that's something that, obviously, like a dude would do, would put in a lot of effort 
Like, if you're saying they're sitting around planning this with blueprints and oh, no, like I think a schematic it's diagram. Like, I'm going to leave my clothes here. You come and pick me up at the other end with your <laughs> van. <laughs> they get another use for those vans. Yeah. He's uh, yeah, picking no, up you're streakers. Right. It's a sliding door with a... Yep, yeah, it's perfect for getaways. Yeah. Bank robbers. Boom. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, back to our man discussion. So, uh, just looking at our list, which you're not supposed to know we have a list, but... We don't have a... We have a list. Um, no, go back up. That's where I was going. Uh, <laughs> one, one more thing that, you know, you, you're not taught. It's just something you have to learn on your own sort of thing. And I don't know anyone that's kind of, you, you kind of see other people do it, but it's not like someone sits you down and says, today we're going to learn this, is that's true. cooking meat on a barbecue. That's true. No, my, my parents, actually my dad is awful at barbecuing. I, I learned do. that I learned that last week. That my dad is awful at cooking He tries to cook it at, on the highest heat. He burns everything and just no patience, no know-how. I said, you should cook it on lower heat. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, the barbecue has different heat settings. Yeah. It's like, pretend your barbecue is an oven. Would you cook your chicken breast at 500 degrees? For 10 minutes. For 10 minutes. Would you try and do that? And, of course, his answer was, yeah. <laughs> because he doesn't know how to use an oven. Not to, He knows how to turn it on, but I don't think he grasps the overall concept. My, my, well... <laughs> on that line, my dad for uh, uh, one Thanksgiving, he was saying that he made the turkey, like he cooked the turkey. That was his thing, yeah. And it was just one of those like in a bag turkeys, and he he wanted to put it on broil for one mistake, <laughs> mistake. <laughs> just like one of the, and he just kept going on all night. You said that to broil? <laughs> you put, you put it on broil? And then he just kept bragging about this turkey that he made that he didn't make. Because <laughs> he can't cook at all. Um, but it's interesting because, like, yeah, like, it's never taught. But, like, I don't think my parents could teach me. And, like, honestly, I love my mom. She made great meals, like, my entire childhood great. Yeah. But cooking meat was not her forte. Like, she uh, just... Women often struggle she, with the meat. She did not get... Yeah. She, she treated meat like it could kill you if it wasn't cooked to complete mm -hmm. darkness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I think everyone like, over 40, there was some kind of probably PSA in the old days. Cross polio. They said, oh, if you don't cook your meat all the way through, you're going to die. Your child will you're die. You're going to die. Your kids are going to die. And they're like, Conversations. They were like, whoa, it was on TV. <laughs> well, it must be true. It must be true. We don't critically think in the 70s and 80s. <laughs> yeah. And, like, we grew up in small towns. If one person dies in your township or town, it's, like... Ever. That's, like, a good 10% of the population, and you're, like, shit. Oh, no, that story would last forever, though. Like... Oh, yeah. Oh, old Mildred didn't cook the roast all the way through, and her husband, Leroy, dead. The Jessops. Probably at the table, dead. The Jessops, they did not... Did not cook that meat Mildred all the way through. And Leroy Jessop did not... She got an alcohol problem after that and eventually killed herself, but yep. just a sad story. So that's why our meat, you have to chew like you're chewing on an old heel of a boot. <laughs> yeah, and then you move down south and you just like meet people you live with who learn how to cook meat properly yep. and they're like... They cut their steak open and it's medium rare and you're like, oh my god, you're gonna die, don't eat that, no! <laughs> Did you not hear about Mildred and Leroy? <laughs> the Jessops! <laughs> the Jessops! The old meat scandal in 1982. Yeah. You know, instant death. <laughs> instant death. So then, our, and then there's other things like the Food Network where it gives you kind of like a pretty not formal education. Yeah. And, and not extensive. When, when we were talking about transitions into manhood or thing, I think, honestly, like cooking meat properly on the barbecue, like I made ribs literally yesterday. Yeah, terrific, by the way. Amazing, and they were the best ribs I had made. It took me about like three tries at ribs. They were all good, but just like not like great ribs. These looked professionally done. Like, they these were look, very good. They, I could have sold those to people and they yeah. would have bought it. Yeah, for $20. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could have marked that up. That yeah. $20. $18 markup. Two full racks. Two full racks. I could have got $40 for those. Yeah. Instead, I fed it to the tugboat and he ate them and I felt just as good. They were delicious. Yeah. I enjoyed the ribs a lot. 
And when then we went to Ribfest. And when another dude <laughs> sees another dude fucking up on the barbecue, it's embarrassing. It's they get embarrassed, but I feel like it's a situation where it's like that's a definite take under the wing situation. That's like they feel kind of bad for you. Mm, not necessarily. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people just ruining barbecue that I was gonna have to eat. But it's pretty emasculating if you go and just step in and say, you're doing this wrong. It's, it would be like if you were watching someone having sex with their girlfriend or wife and you see that they're doing it wrong. You can't just step in and say, excuse me, you're doing it wrong. You're, you're comparing. How are they different? <laughs> There's know, meat I, involved. You like to turn them over every ten minutes. <laughs>
It's because you take that. Like, yeah. Worst, worst case scenario, you know, you're not going to keel over dead like the Jessups. You're probably just going to get diarrhea until all that's out of your system. And if you really screw it up or there's parasites in the meat, you'll get diarrhea for like a day or two. A day or two, which isn't... But you might have like one just horrible poop and, afterwards. And as we've discussed, we're going to have like the nice cashmere... Yeah, toilet cashmere paper. toilet paper. Like yeah, it's like your butthole is getting kissed by an angel. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you wipe. I have a feeling demons would be more apt to like kiss your butthole than an angel, but that's just... It's the feeling of it. It's not actually happening. Although... It's a metaphor, Kevin. Yeah. No, it's a simile, Kevin. They use light. I don't even know the difference anymore. (laughs) All of my grammar is gone. There's a simile and a metaphor and a... But, you know, here's the the simile for you. Uh, Which, of course, you know now will not be a simile since I don't know what it is. Um... So the barbecuing thing and me poking at Phil, you know, brings into the kind of emotional response that he had, which was just immediately to defensive anger. Yeah. So for men, what what's the kind of, what emotions, is it okay to express emotions other than anger? Like, I feel like anger, everyone's like, yeah, he was mad. Okay, no, that's, that's yeah. fine. Like, but to be super emotional, and I'll just use a quick example. So I went to a wedding, mm. one of my friends. Just, um, just one, yeah, ever. Just one in my life. Uh, I was in the wedding party, and I, I've known him for, you know, seven or eight years. I work with him pretty closely. And, uh, you know, he's always one of those, like, macho, puts on the front guys, like, oh, yeah, look, 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 look at that girl. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, we should get in a fight and stuff <laughs> like that. And, um, Usually just when he's drinking, but um, <laughs> which we goes get me a brew, get me a brew. I'm gonna go hit on that broad, or I'll fight you, or fight that space that broads man. <laughs> so, anyways, um, at his wedding, he was super emotional. Yeah, just like I'm so happy you guys are here. I'm so in love. I can't believe this. I'm so happy right now. And I turned to the guy beside me in the wedding party, we're at the head table, and I was like, Who is this? Who is this ninny up here talking about his feelings? And I was like, oh, that's kind of guinea. A, that's kind of a dick move. Yeah, guinea. Anyways, continue. He was an Italian. Um, so just like he expresses emotions, and our immediate reaction was to be like, who is this guy? He's, yeah. He's a, what kind of jerk is this? Yeah. But anger, when he gets angry, which is a lot, is uh, um, kind of just that's our neighbor taken for granted just you're like oh yeah it's fine yeah I guess he, oh, just, he got oh, mad he took a hammer and smashed a, smashed a big hole in the wall he was upset what do you say but then when he said I'm so happy right now I love this you're like what is he doing <laughs> he's he's not who is this properly? who is this imposter <laughs> up there <laughs> how is this that's why? not the right emoticon how, how? why what <laughs> is this what bizarro world are we living in? Like so men aren't allowed to be like in love and express how in love and happy they are. So so can they? Yeah, I think I think it's trending that way. I think that's the part of the evolution of that fifties Paul Bunyan go out and work on the land or the bush and come in and your hands have calluses. Yeah. And you only get angry, you never show any like appreciation towards your mate. Yeah. To now People can say, like, I really... Hey, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Although that's not really an emotion, just gratitude, but you know what I mean. You see where this is going. Yeah. Yeah, well, like, I think there's, like, different ways of expressing gratitude. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's, like, the dude gratitude that's, like, that nod. Yeah. Like, that nod, like... The dude to dude, like... Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Thanks. Just, like... Yeah. Yeah, that... It's that, understood. Like, this respect and I, I told that story about when we were played on the Spungos and we were in that tournament and there was that guy that was on the varsity team and all his teammates were awful. But he was so good that he carried them right to the finals and then him and I had some epic battles at the net and after the game, he during the handshake, you know, you look in the eye and you're like, good game. And he's like, yeah, good game. 
Yeah. It's like you both mutually agree that you had great games. And yeah. And you walk away and you're like, yeah, that, no, that guy's good. He's good. And he's yeah. probably, assumedly, is like, <laughs> that guy in the big tiger shirt, he's good. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Sorry, there's a dog in, in the house. A very frail 16-year-old dog was trying to climb up to sniff what was on the top shelf, and it was quite comical to see. Interesting, talking about dudes and, and dogs are man's best friend. That dog might have to go outside. No, she senses something. Like how she's yeah. sniffing the leash and standing at the door. Well, how much time we got left on our, our podcast? Oh, we have all day. But, uh... I'm not interrupting <coughs> this great conversation. Conversation! I mean, I have to pee and I'm not stopping, so I'm not going to go out and take that. I just peed my pants. Uh, I'm on a wooden chair, so it's fine, right? I think khakis are probably one of the better ones to pee in. Nah. Nah. I would say diapers. Diapers, up. But I'm not a doctor. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think, like, it's trending in a way where dudes are, like, able to, like, express like a little bit more but it seems like it's more okay to express that in front of like their partner or within a female thing because it can almost be used as like a like as chips or points or chips chips or points or like a like a thing like i always felt like dudes crying was like such a total like weapon if used appropriately like i i've literally never seen my dad cry in my entire life funerals uh, I haven't been to a funeral with my dad, oh, okay. so my, my my family is full of life, like there hasn't been much death in, yeah. my, in my family. Mine's or, like, the opposite. Friends. You have like all the death. So much death. And crying, like just... Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, but that, like at my grandpa's funeral, like his dad's funeral, yeah. you know, everyone cried at that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, he had a lot of aunts and uncles, which I guess I also had those aunts and uncles, and they are all dead. There's like two out of, because my grandpa had a family of 11, mm. so I mean, that's lots of opportunity for death. Yeah. And uh, death has seized that opportunity, so there's maybe two or three left, including wow. my grandma. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's... that's and my thing. grandpa's like the youngest of... Yeah, family. mine was in the middle. Yeah. So all his older brothers and sisters all have kicked off. Yeah. And uh, then... Horsed out. Yeah, they horsed out. <laughs> there was a bunch that... <laughs> It was, it was a fun game of either it was going to be cancer or, um, well, just cancer on that side. Or, or like uncooked meat. On, uh, yeah, or poorly cooked meat, just two bites, face on the plate, smash to death, instant death. It's like the five finger move in Kill Bill. Oh. Just like five minutes later, you just fall out of your chair. Probably that's probably what happened to Elvis. Yeah, he was probably eating a burger on the toilet. We should have John to confirm that. <laughs> confirm that. I'm pretty sure he was eating on the toilet and just keeled over to death, or he was constipated from the copious amount of drugs he was taking and Either pushed or. too hard and blew his heart up. <laughs> Either or. Yeah, or he's still alive. You know, yeah. some people will tell you he's still alive, which is fun to it's fun to walk down that road sometimes. Yeah, take a little trip. Well, day trip down that road. You can spend some time, buy a souvenir, you know. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> well, I've like never, um, I haven't seen that much crime, but like I feel like if you see a dude cry, for the most part, you're like, oh, like something serious is yeah. happening. So like a funeral would be one of those situations. But like, I remember there was like this guy in high school and he was like, just like he was a crier and he was dating one of the friends who was a girl. It's just kind of like, I think, they're just so struck by, like, a dude who cries. They're like, oh, he's like, so sensitive. Like, oh, man, he's yeah. supposed to be, like, super serious. And, like, it works really well. Like, it, it's like he's sensitive and, like, he's nice. Yeah. And, like, let's get in on that. And you rope them in. But then it reaches a point where it's like, oh. You're overdoing you're, it. He just like, cries all the time. Yeah, like, he ran out of peanut butter and just started to, like, <laughs> tear up. <laughs> and it just, it's something that can be used to your advantage. Not that you should. No. But it's just something like that's how rare crying is for well, a guy. Is that women? You're going like, to you're going to the same serious. the same tricking thing as guys wearing beards. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. The same, same like, concept. Just dude beard that's like tricking women. And then you start beard. crying, and they're like, "I don't understand. Why he's a manly beards? man, but he's crying. It must be such an important loss that I his thought, peanut butter's empty." I thought tears would like corrode the beard like that like tears were like you gotta shave the tears off (laughs) you gotta shave off the tears throwback (laughs) (laughs) people I 
listen to these sequentially, you don't yeah. happenstance go, oh, new podcast. No, no, then, it's fine, because then, then when they listen to the original one, they'll be like, oh, oh like a that's, time what machine. They, that's what they threw back to. Yeah. Flux capacitors. Flux capacitors. Uh. <laughs> $40 to have your own fan time machine. Yeah. So, going off of that, like, I, I do think, like, Honestly, like, anger is probably, like, more acceptable for dudes than, say, crying would be. Uh, crying anger would probably be just Cranger. throwing off, like, that would throw shit off. And people would be, like, not understand. Like, the kid, basically the kid... I, I've been the- close to, it's more of a frustration thing, but so close, like, doing something at work and you're by yourself and you know that if there was one other person to, like, just hold this piece over here while you do this, it would be over. Yeah. And you're so frustrated <laughs> that you're just like you. I just you just sit with like despair and frustration. You're like, oh, I could cry right now. I could I could cry. I honestly think it's like literally the scene from a Christmas story where he beats the shit out of that bully. Like he just like snaps one day. Little Ralphie like just there's like this bully. He's a red haired kid and he has a little crony. And they're like they bully these kids day in day out. Cranger. And Ralphie like doesn't think he's gonna get his red rider bb gun or whatever he can yeah. like. so he just like builds like this frustration that you're talking about he just like builds and builds and then just one day he just like beats the crap out of this kid but like just, while he's doing it he's swearing and he's like whatever but then like gets to the tail end of it and he starts like crying because he's just like like just, just all emotions just yeah he's like puking out emotions he is Beyond, like he's blowing his emotional load <laughs> He's busting that's an emotional the, nut. That's what the tears are. Yeah. Is your emotional load. Exactly. And then, like, his mom shows up. He's like, what are you doing? And then he just, like, full-on tears. He's just, like, collapsing from, yeah. like, having exerted all this kind of stuff. And uh, that's... Girls do that. That's, like, probably what would happen. But I, I, I think it's trending that guys are able to express maybe a few more emotions. But there's still that tail end of, like, dudes are supposed to be... Like man, like I like what my dude is just like stone faced or like angry or like gets mad every once yeah. in a while or whatever. That's what girls that date dicks or girls that try and date their dad generally date guys like that. If here's your a dad was it? Here's a mind blowing thing that may should have probably been our overall conclusion, <laughs> but um, is it just me or sifting through some of these things? Are men and women starting to just you know men were this way and women are this way now it's just kind of mixing you can't see my awesome mixing motion what I'm doing he looks but like he's solving a Rubik's Cube but just, like a spherical one or just like playing with one but not even looking just spinning yeah. on one axis or if like people who smoke marijuana you know those like little things that like grind I've up I've even you put, seen those you put the, the yeah. weed in it and then those you grind it. Live in we don't do now. that we're not affiliated with that we just we've seen this we've seen the paraphernalia but if you if you do you know that's your thing that's your thing so just that's what he's doing uh, he's doing the grinding of the uh, little grinder the little, action yeah but anyways mixing and becoming almost like one gender yes so it's just gonna become one thing. Like a man? Because you can take the W off, I guess. It's like man and That's woman. That's a country. Like I don't man. think you can... Oh. No, don't you can Omar? That. No, it's a person. No, I think you would stick with the things just because the pride of the plumbing's different. But, uh... <laughs> but you feel like emotionally yeah. and mentally... Women are becoming CEOs and taking those traditional male gender roles, uh, even in relationships where they're, like, bossing and beating, beating dudes up. Yeah. Which is, that's just horrifying to me. But, yeah. Um, and then you have men that are more emotional and try to wear beards to look like they're manly men. Yeah, I feel like it'll, like, kind of meld together, but then it'll reach some sort of critical mass, and people no, will be I like, I thought I wanted this, and then they don't, and then it'll split off again. It I'm could, sure. but I think it's just going to go on the same track, and then it's just going to be tran- transcendence. Yeah, because, like, I think... If it's one thing that I've learned from machines all science, are going to come in from the side, and it's <laughs> going to be a three-way man, uh, women, and machine, and then eventually all our consciousness will be uploaded into one giant server around the planet. Yeah. See, I feel like I have a forever. totally like opposite theory where I feel like men will get completely phased out because we have like just plethoras of sperm banks and stuff, and then you would probably use males. The machines to, like, will take us out. And they'll see us as a threat. Yeah, because like I just think men. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways, like what I've learned from science and history is that theories always go from like this one extreme, and someone was like, "That's not it." 
let's go to this other exact let's go to the opposite extreme and then people are like yeah yeah no that's a, it, the, we were totally wrong before we're like now completely right and then that doesn't work out and then someone's like okay there's like this thing and then this other extreme I'm doing actions too I'm like doing like to the window to the wall kind of thing on the opposite sides and then it just like they go like I think somewhere in the middle if you included like some of this and some of that and just kind of like moderation that's like a that's our new theory and then it just becomes infinitely confusing because it includes like everything ever so I don't know I feel like that's probably men and women it's like very male dominated and very like women dominated is coming or it's kind of there a little bit and then it's gonna and then it's gonna like meet in the middle hopefully but we never know but yeah, that's how I see it going. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And just and and then now I'm starting to notice too, and I just have one of my friends from public school. For some reason, we're friends on Facebook still. Um, she just got married, and I saw like the wedding photos and stuff. Yeah. And she's one of those women now that, and and I think it's you know at one point, and I'm talking like before pirate times. A sign of a, a good woman was uh, was the like how fat she was, and that meant that she was like taken care of and successful and stuff like that. And that's how they chose their men as well. But we're talking like pre pirate times. Pre pirate times. Uh, PPT, and then um, then after that it was like they wanted women to be curvy, like in the fifties, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. And I almost said Marilyn Manson, but yeah, yeah. Marilyn Monroe and stuff like that, and. Uh, and then through the 90s, it was, like, thin. Yeah. Like, we want you to be anorexic. And well, now... kind of 70s, that kind of... Yeah, there in there, too. Twiggy and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, some but. gross-looking, like, Nicole Richie-looking broads. <laughs> but um, now it seems, like, toned and... It's toned. So, but now... It, and it's starting to move now towards, like, buff. Fit. So this girl that got... No, like, beyond, like, the girls that compete in, like, the muscle pageants... Mm-hmm. So this girl in her wedding dress has got huge pipes, like massive man-type shoulders. And I was like, for me, I don't find that attractive. But some dudes obviously do. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, just that brings in, you know, what physique is now considered manly. Because you get a lot of guys that are slim, and I like to call it yoga skinny. <laughs> um, and then you have guys that are like the big muscle guys which we said is unnecessary yeah and, completely unnecessary you know, for the way we live yeah back when you had to you know wrestle saber tooth tigers yeah like I feel like you could see pirate times like yeah like a logic between like say like as a woman or something just being like okay this dude he's like so big he like protect me keep me safe well I think inherently that's still in there yeah but like on the other hand it's like okay this guy now that he's so huge like what if he gets like mad like yeah that would be terrifying. Like, I would want some sort of, like, kind of weak... That's kind of... That's interesting. Guy. Yeah, yeah. The yo- yoga skinny guys, like, they're like, well, he can't kill me with his hands, but so... He's flexible and really, like, okay. Yeah, for the sexing. Maybe he could take us into some sort of alternate form of consciousness, and then that would sort of do something weird through all his yoga... For the sexing. But, yeah, like, there is, like, quite a bit of... Uh, change in like shaving like if you're jacked like you have to like shave your hair and stuff like your chest hair and your back hair or whatever yeah like hairless i don't support that uh, i don't i don't really have that much hair but i have like a hairless yeah, I, back so i don't have to do that but i did now i'm starting to notice some hairs coming in on the shoulders yeah so that uh, goes to the classic chuck catch 22 so he needs he needs a girlfriend to shave his shoulders but he can't get a girlfriend until he shaves his shoulders oh uh, that's a Catch twenty two. That's oh, it's full on. Can't get a job without experience. Can't get experience because you can't get a job. That thing. I like to use the shoulder example more <laughs> than the job one. I can't get a girlfriend because I have hair on my shoulders. I don't understand the purpose but of I, having hair on the shoulders. Like well, why? we used to be covered in hair. No, I know, but why were the shoulders like the last thing to go? Like extra cushion yeah, for carrying backpacks or? Mm, probably people not. People carrying people on your shoulders, then they need like a good like soft. Some, a lot of people get it starts in the lower back and just kind of works up. Yeah. But I have a very nice, clean lower back. I know because I like to show it off often when I bend over to pick stuff up. And then people get so excited by that that I extend to show part of my butt crack. Uh, 
free information anyone letting nobody is I'm not to see that. I'm not showing him right now, but I should be. <laughs> Nobody's waiting around for Chase to show his lower back. So, so for a man, in, in your estimation, a manly man, what physique would he have now? Are you looking at someone like Clint Eastwood? Or are you looking at someone like The Rock? Yeah, see, like, I like... I, I, if you're looking at it, I guess, like, movie star-wise, like, yeah, I would probably say, like, just someone like Clint Eastwood, who's just, like, a good in-shape kind of, just kind of a tough guy, like, you know he's hard, but he's not, like, stupid big, like, he looks like he could be just, like, fit and stuff. He's like, not just tough, he's strong. Exactly. He's strong. <laughs> um, and, and I, I like that idea, but I mean, that's, like, from my perspective, that's, like, all I can shoot for, like, that would be as big as I could probably possibly get. Uh, for having tried or something, um, I don't like the the super like gigantic huge. But I like the idea of being like fit. I think that's like the thing is like being able to do yeah. tasks or like last a long time doing tasks. Yep. Again, not lifting. Like, I don't have to lift stuff. I don't have yeah. to lift boulders at my place. I don't place have to work. lift rocks up over my head. Um, yeah, throw them at like, animals. To get to my office, I don't have to like roll back this stone tomb yeah. thing. I don't have to wear a suit of armor or like climb up a rope to get to the top or, or anything like yeah. that. Move cannons and pirate times. Exactly. Yeah, the, uh, they might have to like, gear up for that one, but I'm yeah. sure I could create some sort of intricate pulley system. Yeah, we, we use our exactly. brains now. We don't use our muscles. Exactly. So that's why I think that moving more towards like the yoga thin Clint Eastwood hard as nails. Yeah. Physique back there. Yeah. Right. Should get get back to that. And I don't see why we can't because we're using our minds, not our muscles anymore. It's work smarter, not harder. Yeah. And like nerds are alright. They can kind Although, of just be skinny. Dwayne the Rock Johnson is would be horrifying if he was like angry at you. Yes, very much so. Like, again, he he could make but you from feel a pretty practical safe. standpoint. Yeah, it's unnecessary. As a bouncer, yes. Yes. As a partner in life, no. But if all other dudes were not totally jacked and stupid and insane, you wouldn't need bouncers like that. You no. just need like an accountant to count how many people comes in, right. wearing glasses and probably suspenders exactly. with a pocket protector. Yeah. Mm, we're at capacity. I'm sorry. And they're like, okay. Um, then someone will try and figure. Okay, out I should sort. just wait until someone else comes yeah, in, or true. we could buy this business using our accounting knowledge and I feel like add another would, room, so this would never happen again. I feel like someone would calculate the square footage and do the math and try and find out some sort of scientific explanation. Actually, I believe your math is flawed. The capacity of 120 should actually be 123 based on the square footage and number of exits. <laughs> So not including the the amount that say like women would be occupying the bathroom or men would be occupying the bathroom at any given time. That's yeah. like an extra five that could be in the club. So let me in. So let me in now. And he would be like, "Oh, sorry, I forgot to carry the one." Mm. And then it seems you're correct. Please enjoy yourself. Exactly. Instead of I think it's. Oh yeah, you're stupid. I'm gonna punch your face in. Or try and sneak in the window, or whatever happens in these yeah, scenarios. Exactly. So I don't know. I feel like that's like that's what I would shoot for, anyways. Like I don't think there's any necessary things like that. Um, I don't know how much time we have, but I feel like I think we're gonna have to stretch into a third one. Maybe. Um, okay, because I think respect is something that we haven't touched upon. Yeah, I, th- I think we've we done can, like a little bit of the head I can, nod. I can cramble on about that for. Cramble on. Yeah, it's kind of walking. Like ramble but cranky? Or? No, I learned about it from Kyle Kinane. He's trying to make it catch on, so I'm helping. Uh, it's kind of like a walk, but like maybe like a little bit of a limp. Like, you know, rambling on, it's kind of like you're just moving quickly through things. But when you're crambling, it's more like you're taking your time. Maybe you have like a little little giddy-up and your little hitch in your step. Uh, maybe a little rock, like a limp. Like maybe you twisted your ankle, but you're, you're not going to use a cane or crutches or anything, you're just going to cramble through it. Just cramble on. Yeah, you're just crambling along. Cramble along. It's like a slow, slow ramble. It's a cramble. So I could definitely cramble on about respect for a pretty good amount of time. Alright, um, well we will do that. Uh, I believe that uh, uh, Tales the Tugboat was quite a smashing success. I think the listeners responded very positively very to well it. Very well within the, the last time of 15 minutes of what we've been doing since yeah. then um, and we do have 
uh, an exciting new new segment that we're going to add to the next one. So stay tuned. We got another one. We've got another. Wait for it. It's going to be good. What what we're calling it is grilling cheese, and you'll have to tune in to see what that what that entails. So we're going to grill them. So uh, bring your ketchup. Yeah. I'm gonna put ketchup all over them. It's not it's gonna that. have to do so much laundry. It's, it's not that. It could be. Just don't limit yourself. <laughs> all right, that's the tugboat. That's the cheese. Good night. Tugboat and cheese. Tugboat and cheese conversation.